Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Grizz Next Gen Podcast. It's been a while. I'm Steve. I'm here with Brad, as always. Say what's good, Brad. What's going on, everybody, man? It's It's been a minute, like Steve said, man. Glad to be back here. So you had to, I mean, because I have my other podcast, the Bottom Line yeah. Podcast, which we're recording for, I'm recording for tonight with, with, with Jalen, the journalist. That episode has been a really, that, it's been a really long time since we did that one, because of the NBA being such a, a stall. Uh, mm-hmm. with the because we're, we're in the stall months or pretty much a month feels like it's 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 a very it's a very short period. But mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to this this uh, podcast itself, it's been a minute. We we recorded one last month about our whole uh, draft itself and summer league, which those went kind of good for us. I don't know how to feel about them. I feel like they I feel like they went all right. Um, yeah, B B grading pretty much. I it, it went it went all right. But now we're here uh-huh. talking about the real stuff, not this. Summer Important league, stuff. Uh, rookies. We're talking about the, the actual team in itself, and mm-hmm. by that we're talking about training camp and preseason kind of expectations of what we 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 feel before the actual season officially starts. But at the day, mm-hmm. we get to see our we get to see our actual roster play um, very yep. soon. Right now, it's the twenty fourth of September, and we put our first Damn. game October first. Hey, like, seven days. Well, yeah, seven days. Like that's For crazy. Sure. Uh, first game's gonna be against the Bucks. But before this, before this, before the whole preseason stuff comes, we do have we are in the middle of training camp, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know where I get news from training camp. To be honest with you, I don't <laughs> I don't really be hearing anything about Grizzly training camp. I don't know if it's even really started with like uh, practices and scrim. I, I have no clue. But yeah. I'm guessing we're in training camp right now. Hopefully, uh, I haven't I haven't heard really any news. I heard that Keldon Johnson got hurt in something today. Um, so that's stuff for the Spurs. I mean, the real the talk about the NBA right now is all about the Celtics and Ime Doka. Um, oh, yeah, yep, yep. Which, uh, shameless plug. Ball and Line episode dropping soon. Make sure to check it out. Probably be out when this one's out. But uh, yeah, so that's been the main talk. We haven't really been hearing much about Grizzlies themselves, uh, mm-hmm. or just anything in general. I mean, it's, it's just been basically the Celtics, and that's it right now. We're waiting for the preseason to start. So I'm like the. Track. The Bogdan, uh, raid, uh, yeah, which we're, I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna bring up in this podcast. We, 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 this about episode, I'm for sure bring that up, but, uh, just cause I think the, this could have been a it's, it's grizzly related in a way to me, but yeah, uh, so we're just gonna, the first news I just kind of wanted to bring up in this was mm-hmm. the Grizzlies did make somewhat of a move to come in the training camp. Uh, they signed Justin Bean, a forward out of Utah State, and guard mm-hmm. Jacob Gilliard from Richmond, who, I'm very familiar with because I went for Richmond to upset Iowa last year, and that was their starting point guard, and they ended up doing it. Uh, so shout out to Jacob Gilliard and Justin Bean. Um, from what I all, all I really know about him is that Justin Bean's a forward out of Utah State, and he shoots the three ball. Uh, he shot like he shot, I think, up to forty percent last year. That's awesome. Um, so that's a that's cool. I mean, I don't really know much else about him. I don't know if he plays good defense. Um, mm. From what all I've seen, he's pretty much a bucket, so that's cool. And I know Utah State had a pretty solid year last year in college basketball. And Jacob Gilliard, I've watched him. Uh, he was the hero March Madness for Richmond last year. And not can't really tell you much about the regular season, but what we do know, he's a short king. He's 5'9", and he's out here trying to probably hoop and, in the training camp, same with Justin Bean, and get, I'm guessing, just a, a, a spot on the G League roster and hopefully getting a two-way, a two-way contract. But... Uh, for the Grizzlies, that kind of leads into the next into the next topic. We can't sign a Jacob Gilly or Justin Bean because our roster is already full, and 
It's actually yeah. uh, overfilled right now. We have we have to make a move before I think the regular season starts. I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter preseason. Uh, but we have mm-hmm. too many players on our roster, and the re- the thing that about it was we didn't think Danny Green was one pipe play for us coming to the season. We thought he's just gonna be released. But since that's since uh, I mean the last episode, there's been a little bit of news came out that Danny Green is going to be staying with the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the expectation. So. Yeah, if Danny Green has a spot with the Grizzlies, uh, Brad, what do you? How do you feel about Danny Green? Like, I guess just staying on the roster because really, to us, we when we traded for him, we said he was gonna get released. Uh, mm-hmm. We just kind of expect David Roddy being the part of the trade. But what is your opinion on like Danny Green just staying on this roster? I mean, I, I like it. I mean, I know we've alluded to it many times on like previous episodes of just like the experience that comes with him staying with us with the the experience I just said his three ball since that's you know that's he's a huge three and d guy and you know i just feel like i don't know how big of a role yet he will really play but i mean he will definitely bring you know knowledge to our younger players help our player like mentor guys then obviously he'll you know he'll do his thing from three so overall i like it i mean i don't know john Morant. john Morant's gonna find him for the three ball that's and that's all we expect veteran presence and he's gonna hit the three ball that's what you can get from Danny Green. What I do know about Danny Green right now, though, is he's actually, I don't know if this this might be helpful to the roster right now, but I think he's out for a minute because of his, he just, he tore at ACL last year. So I think he's out hey, for a minute. Yeah. And look, I I mean, for Danny Green, a torn ACL is not going to, like, we don't expect much from him anyways. He's just expecting no, no. three. So it's not going to really impact his game, in my opinion, for what we expect. But yeah, I think he's out for a minute, and I don't know if that means that we have to release someone. That I don't know if we just put him on IO or whatever. But yeah, true. Uh, I when you have a when you have a full roster and someone has to go, yeah. uh, and we were talking about it. Uh, so in my eyes, we have three candidates, I think, and mm-hmm. those three is Yavis Pons, yep. Killian Tilly, yep. and Vince Williams Jr. Yep. Uh, and I think you agree with me. Completely. Yep. Of the three, I'm going off his pawns. Is that, yeah. is that, is, you in agreement with that? I feel like that's the guy you go with out of that three. Yeah, I just, I hate to do it, dude, because he has so, he has so much damn athleticism, bro. That, that That's the thing, though. That's all he has. <laughs> like, I don't want to hate on him, but he's basically just athletic. Yeah. And he's going to be a lot of threat that he, like he could be a lot of threat that then also a guy that can that can be a nice paint defender but you know block shots but at the same time i just haven't seen really much from him um there's yeah. actually times last year where you can look back at killian tilly and he did actually give us some productive minutes mm-hmm. uh, i'm not a fan of killian tilly like that i don't really think he's all that but oh. the other thing is too is we actually extended killian tilly uh, yeah, that, i don't true. think it was this off i think it was last off season, or last season that we did it middle of the season so I don't think he's a guy that we're just gonna release. We could though; his contract's not gonna be anything too big, so we it, it's not gonna hurt us. But I think just off the extension, we're not gonna even consider that. Well, yeah, I mean, got, think uh, about it. Right. So I mean, just think about it this way: you said Vince Williams, you said a Pons, and you said Tilly, right? So we extended Tilly, and we just drafted Vince, right? I mean, I don't really think we would cut Vince just because we just drafted him, you know, just to see like what he actually has, because. I don't want to cut a dude too early because you never know who he could be uh, down the road, like even a year down the road, and what he shows. So. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the reason I'm saying Vince though is because Vince had a bad summer league, mm-hmm. um, and he was a he was the 47th pick in the draft. So there's a chance that Vince goes undrafted in that in that draft. We don't know, but 
he just doesn't like i feel like if we were to lease him he's just going to our g league squad and he were not we if we if he was balling the g league we can pick him up and put him on the roster so mm-hmm. like i don't think it would hurt us i just think like at the start of the year i rather just get rid of pawns and keep vince um mm-hmm. but it goes either way the the thing that i that i did want to kind of like say though is like like i brought or you brought up and i'll say how we're going to talk about was Mm. Look at Badon, uh, Badanovich. I mean, he just went for Saban Lee and Kelly Olenek. Yeah. Uh, there's guys out here that are trying that teams are trying to trade. The main right now is Jay Crowder with the Suns. Uh, mm-hmm. Just yesterday, oh, yeah. they were showing a they were showing a there was a tweet about the Suns, and it was saying like, who's going to get the final starting spot? Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, all this. Oh. Jay Crowder quote tweeted that tweet saying, oh, "Well, he's he 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 uh he like calls himself." Uh, 99 because that's his number or <laughs> bossman 99 that's his nickname he tweeted back at that guy who was saying 99 will not be there oh, basically shit. saying that he don't that he that he's already done, he's done with the suns he did not want to play with them before the season he just wants to get out of there and find a new home <laughs> uh which I, all i'm saying is that that doesn't mean a lot because jake power is usually a guy that's like he's a big he's a big role player uh <clears throat> great vet good locker room guy so I don't know what's going on with the Suns that made him so mad, but he obviously does not want to be there. Uh, and I, like I was saying, like, Grizzlies, like, you guys have a couple of players you can just dump off because obviously the Suns, I don't think the Suns expect to get nothing back from him, really. Uh, it's just, they just want to get him off before the, the season starts. So we could just dump off a couple uh, players in the bottom of our uh, roster and get Trey Crowder. And back, we had man. Jay Crowder on our roster. We had Jay Crowder on our roster uh, for Josh rookie year. Mm-hmm. He was he was good to start the year, and then he it ended pretty bad once he went around the time he got traded because the dude just couldn't hit a three. He shot twenty nine percent with us from yeah. three, and then shot forty five percent within the heat. Like it <laughs> pissed me off. But look, I think the one of the reasons is because Jay Carr had to take a lot of shots just off us being such a young team and yeah, yeah. being more of the veteran. Uh, so he was taking a lot of shots that I feel like if with the team now he wouldn't really be taking as much, mm-hmm. and. Because he's taking, there's no reason that Jay Crowder takes shots from Bain or yeah. even a guy like Zaire Williams. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I just, I think Jay Crowder understands his role is going to be a little less than the last time he's on the Grizzlies. Yeah. Uh, chemistry is good with us though. Him and ja, him and Ja are really, are really locked in with each other. Like they're really good friends. So, I, I, I wouldn't mind that, having him back either. I mean, I would, I would enjoy that. We can get him two players in a in a in a second rounder or something like that. We don't have to cut anyone. We had a guy like Jay Crowder. I'm just saying, I've always mm-hmm. complained about how this roster needs more veteran presence. Uh, we kept saying how, well, the guys like Ja and um, who else was saying it? Dylan Brooks, yeah. basically, and Jaron. Like, they're they're basically our veterans in this in this, uh, in this this team. Uh, Steven Adams is one, but it's like, I don't want those guys to be the veterans. I feel like we need a couple of guys that have been really around this league for a while. They've been on a lot of winning teams. That's exactly what Danny Green and Jay Crowder have done. In the and it's just a perfect fit because, I mean, he's already been on our team before. He already knows kind of the system. I mean, it's like, you know. Yeah, Jay Crowder's a dog. Like, he, he he's a he's a fun player to have. A good And like I said, the reason I like to keep Danny Green is because Danny Green hits threes and he's a winner. Mm-hmm. The dude's been winning. He's been on winning teams for basically his whole career. Same with Jay Crowder. He's just been on winning teams constantly. I mean, mm-hmm. The Grizzlies is probably the worst team he's been on in the in a minute, and that team was not that bad. That team almost made the playoffs. Like he was on the Heat in the finals. He was just on the Suns in the finals. He was on the Jazz team that was pretty good with Donovan Mitchell and Gobert a couple years back. Uh, the Cavs with LeBron, the Celtics. Like he spent this man all was on all kinds of good teams, and he he like that's what I'm saying. Like we need if we can pick up a winning player like Jay Crowder for nothing, 
why not just go do it? Uh, and I thought we could have did it with Bodanovich. I actually would have liked to get him. Uh, and, I mean, Kelly Olenek and Saban Lee. I think that's the equivalent to us, like, giving out... Uh, Saban Lee's, like Lee's, like, a little bit better of, like, a Yavis Ponce or whatever. Yeah. Saban Lee. He doesn't, he doesn't play on, a real, on the real roster. He plays from G League and, and back and forth from the G League and mm-hmm. uh, garbage minutes on the Pistons. If we can give him Yavis Ponce and Xavier Tillman in a second, boom. We have Bodanovich. That's a, that's a good player to get. Such because he cooks the Grizzlies. Uh, another player, though, which I think this player is more of a trade target for the Grizzlies in the, in the trade deadline this year, but it's Jordan Clarkson. Uh, great bench scorer. Uh, we, we, like we, Jordan Clarkson would be an awesome player for us. And actually, there was a report. I think it was by a, a, a guy that reports uh, jazz basketball. He put out that there's been four teams interested in them, and one of them was the Grizzlies. Hey. So okay. that, that is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it really means nothing. If it does, yeah. I'm guessing that Jordan Clarkson stays on the Jazz until the deadline, and then that's when he gets flipped. So he's not a guy that's really urgent to get off the team. Jay Kyler is. So Grizzlies, I mean, I'm just, I don't, I wish that Zach Kleiman can hear this. Uh, I would give out just some scrap. I'll try to see if I can just uh, take a, uh, you know, give the Suns some scraps and try to get Jay Crowder. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like a bad idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's basically it when it comes to this whole roster situation. Like, it's either you just cut one of the bottom guys because we have some guys that just don't need to be on this roster. Mm-hmm. One being kind of Yavis Pons. He, he, I don't think if we, I think if we release Yavis Pons, which if he's if it, I can't understand because I know he had a summer league invite with the Nets. Yeah. So is he technically on our roster right now? Because I don't know I don't if know. he is. It, it's forgot it's about like, that. Yeah. I looked at I looked, I looked at our roster and I saw Yavis Pons. I saw mm-hmm. Tilly. I, I was like, that guy's not just a roster. Uh. But I'm guessing if it's not it, like I'm pretty sure he just came back to our roster. Um, mm-hmm. he's on a two way still or something like that. I don't know. See. Or he's just on. Or he's just back on the roster. I don't know. But. There's guys, obviously, like we're saying, Vince Williams, mm-hmm. Tilly. Yep. Don't care if they if they get released, they get released. I'm not tripping about it. I don't think they're gonna provide much to this team. Uh, I'm hoping it's not Lofton. Not not the high, not like the highest on Lofton. I don't think Lofton provides much to the NBA team. But Lofton mm-hmm. balled out in the summer league. That's no yeah. there's no doubt about that. He deserves to at least be on the roster. Yeah. Uh, like I'm saying, release one of them or go out and get Jay Crowder. It's it's his out it's his idea to put out there, yeah. but. Uh, besides all this roster business, um, let's just get into it with the with the actual preseason in itself. Uh, like I said, Grizzlies do play their first preseason game very soon. It's October first, next Saturday, uh, right? Isn't it? Yeah, I think it's next Saturday. And look, look, y'all, I'm I'm very excited. Uh, this is the this is the first time in a minute, or I mean, not even a minute. This is like the first time ever <laughs> in Grizzlies history that we're finally like. A team that that's really uh, that's highly looked at in the media. Uh, we're going to be mm-hmm. on a lot of national televised games this season. Thankfully, and it's just fun. It's fun. Uh, the expectations the expectations are high. Now it does suck that Jaron's out. Yep. It really sucks. That that's that's a bad that's a bad uh, player to miss for the start of the year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, like we're just I'm just so excited for this season. Like just Grizzlies basketball in general. Like last season was so was such a positive. We passed so much expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, uh, it's funny because me and you, Brad, were having a lot of could have, would have uh, conversation <laughs> before this about our football team. <laughs> there was a lot of could have uh, that uh, it would have happened um, in that Warrior series. That yeah, yeah it should have. If Bang could have had a good back, if if Jog if Jog uh, wouldn't have got injured, some players aren't dirty players. I'm not gonna say the names. Yeah, but, like yeah. 
Christmas Day. Christmas Day. We got Dylan Brooks on our team. But Christmas Day. Uh, yeah, like there's so much that that just you know could if stuff if stuff could have went our way in the Warriors series, we look at this we look at the series a little differently. But um, it was such a positive season. I'm uh, just so I was just so happy about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it sucks to end. It sucks to end on losing to the Warriors because I hate the Warriors, but. I'm still like okay. on the side. I'm like I might I can't be mad about the season. The Grizzlies the Grizzlies really passed my expectations by so much. Mm-hmm. I just asked to be a playoff team this year. We went we went on to be the second best team record wise in the NBA and in, in the in, in the NBA as a whole, um, and in the West as a second seed. Uh, we sh- we obviously struggled in that first series. Mm-hmm. The the Wolves had the had mismatches on uh, us that we that we really struggled with off the start. But we showed so much resilience in that series to make comebacks and just. Mm-hmm. Be like the the fight of this team was. Was it game dead. four we came back by like that twenty something point deficit or was that f- two times, two times in one game came back for twenty, insane, and that series yeah it was a little it was a rocky start but we showed at the end that we were the better team mm-hmm. and they weren't going to beat us. Uh, secondly, Pat the Warriors series. I mean, the, the Warriors series was not that bad. There was a game in that, like, there was games in that Warriors series that we that were so down to the uh, down to the wire that, mm-hmm. like, obviously us being the younger team, we just we just weren't we just weren't as built for that moment as the Warriors are because the Warriors had been doing this. Mm-hmm. That's why they got to the finals. They have the players that just know how to win, know how to close out games, yeah. and know how to win these big games in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's that's just what happens. Grizzlies just I just want the Grizzlies to take in this experience. They took it in from the Jazz series and they expanded their team out to the to to a uh, second round exit in this last season. I want them to expand from this experience against some some top dogs in the Warriors where they have guys like Curry, Clay, uh Draymond, all these all these guys. Like they got these they got so much veteran presence on that team that's just full of guys that that have been winning for their whole career. They have multiple rings. Taking that series and even expand more on that and then we'll see how far we can get. The only thing like quick the only thing I just don't want to see this season it's how we started last season. I just want us to start off just coming through. Like, sure, there's going to be a little bit of rust, I guess. I don't, so yeah, I don't hard. want that. Hope, I pray that we can start off strong and that we don't have that fiasco that we had to start the season. If we don't have that fiasco, yeah. I put up a could have, but we would, we could have been, should have been number one in the West, honestly, if we could have. Take a different route if we do that. Um, but, yeah, we 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 most likely meet the words in the Western Conference. No, yeah. So we did, if we got the number one, knowing how the Suns played in the playoffs, yeah. but uh, yeah, like it was so it was just so impressive how we uh, yeah, yeah. played last uh, last year. And let's understand, last season we weren't we didn't come in with the expectations that we were going to come in with this oh, year. <laughs> Grizzlies know Grizzlies know what what was expected now. They in their eyes, in the Grizzlies team's eyes, and their coaches, whatever they just know, we're trying to win the championship this year. Now the roster ain't gonna look like it. I know the people outside, like the people outside that are like Bucks, Celtic fans, um, even Clipper fans now, Warrior fans. They look at the Grizzlies and they don't say they don't they don't see a finals team. They don't see a championship team. Sure, that's not how the Grizzlies want to think this year, at all. That's not how our fans are gonna think this year. I'm optimistic and I'm I'm putting full belief in this team because <laughs> they passed my attention so much last season. So that's like me saying that they're going to be a fifth or fourth seed this year, or a third seed, whatever. It's amazing. I'm hoping they just. I hope, I hope they just like. I, I hope like me saying something as as them being a fourth seed. It's just like okay, we up we up their expectations last year. We're going to up them again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I I like I just have I have full confidence in this team. Uh, 
they always they, they always amaze me uh yeah for, for, like i said just like i was last season was unexpected and it was amazing so i can't put no hatred on it but yeah preseason's coming and we're basically going to talk about what do we expect so i'm gonna run down the schedule real quick before we get into what we expect and what we want to see um we put milwaukee in the first of october in milwaukee then in the third uh we come to the grindhouse in memphis and we play the magic mm-hmm. then also the, then in a f- four days later it's a long break but yeah hey the heat comes to town and play us and then we have to go out in october 11th another four-day break and play in orlando <clears throat> and then to cap it off we get to watch a good a good we, we, get, we had to go to detroit and watch a little fun pistons team mm-hmm. uh Honestly, bro, I just try to think about. Um, I I have but, them, man. I've been looking at tickets already, man. I'm not lying. Yeah, uh, I want to see John Moran in person. Bro. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're doing. We're playing. Those are the five awesome. games we play leading up to our opener on ESPN. By the way, now TV first game, big moves for the Grizzlies against the New York Knicks. So that's awesome. Also in our house, which I love. <laughs> but yeah, uh, five five preseason games. Um, against is it against all? It's against all Eastern Conference yeah. teams. Yep, it is. So, uh, we get to see the Bucks, which I think we did last year, the first preseason. Yeah, game. we did. And then we get to see a couple of Magic. We get to watch the Young Magic team a couple of times. I love in the in the Young Pistons team. So, yeah, we, you know, we get we have a couple fun young teams to play, mm-hmm. and but it's not about the other teams. It's about it, preseason. Is not about to me. Preseason is not about winning exactly. It's about being where we're at. Uh. Yeah, like just just seeing certain things from, from teams because we're not gonna be put. You're not in preseason. You're not really putting yourself in the position to win yeah. games. You're just basically trying to to uh, see certain positives and certain negatives with with. I the forget. Team and, I forget how it goes. You know, right? Does it like how does it go with the starters? Do they? I I can't. I don't remember like preseason. Like how does it go with like the starters? Do they play the full games or they just play like half? Nah, they go. They usually go out second. Half, out second. That's half. what I thought. Um. So. Basically, second first half are our real our real rotation, and then first and then second half is like young players. Yeah, okay. That's and, what I thought. Which this year our young players are gonna be funner to watch second half because we have so many yeah, of them because yeah. of the draft. So that's that's one good thing. I I last season was like watching Jared Culver and shit. <laughs> so uh, at least at least this second half of these preseason games we get to watch our actual drafting young talent. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Kenny Chandler, a lot of Jake Rivia, Roddy, yep. Lofton, you know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. I'm glad. I'm glad that that's the case. Uh, yeah, we're basically just trying to see the positives and the negatives, and then patch it up and get the rust off before the season. So we come in the most prepared that we can for the first game, October nineteenth, mm-hmm. against the Knicks. And uh, yeah, I mean, we just start off like you can give me you can give me one one thing that you're really looking for this preseason. What is what is the main thing you're looking main for? Main thing I'm looking for in this preseason. This is kind of an underrated tape, but I want to see what Brandon. Clark can do. We said yeah, we're losing Jaron Jackson Jr. Clark. for about what? How many more months? Like three or four months after the season starts. Okay. Think about that. Yeah, it's gonna have to step it's up. Like December. I think. I think he might be back for the Warriors game on Christmas, which sure. I'm really hoping he is. But Brandon Clark's gonna have to step up big. Like he has big, big shoes to fill. I really want to see how he's able to adapt to that position that starter position we saw it last year even in the series against the timberwolves and the warriors like him come in and play good minutes like really good minutes um i'm just hoping he can bring that to our our uh, first team and uh just keep balling out i know it's obviously harder matchups but 
I think he has it in him to uh, be a be a be a good uh, replacement for Aaron when he's out for sure. Yeah, and this is this is the thing though with the whole Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark for some reason does not play as good as a star than when he's on the off the bench. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird with him. Um, so part of me feels like. I th- I I'm a, I'm just I'm just gonna think this. I'm gonna think the Grizzlies might do this because they have done this before. We said there's a lot on, on Brandon Clark, but there's also gonna be a lot on Xavier Tillman. Yeah. And Tillman did not play that much last year. He kind of was just like he barely played. There's there there was a whole stretch where he just didn't play any games. And uh, Tillman, we, like we said, Tillman's not the greatest of players, mm-hmm. but he does give you productive minutes. He does he Boards. does like he hasn't been bad really since he's got drafted with us. Like he's been a solid player and. You gotta respect that of him. So, I have the I have the thought that like the Grizzlies might just do what they've done before, where when Jaron's out, they put Tillman in the starting lineup, and then we got Clark uh, coming in and playing more minutes. It might happen though. I don't. I don't. I, the, to me, I'm starting Brandon Clark, yeah. and then see how it goes. And like you said, we have a lot. We have a lot. To, we have a lot to expect from Brandon Clark. Uh, he Brandon Clark actually was like one of our best playoff mm-hmm. players. Uh, crazy off the Very bench. Dumb. He just had some insane games. So, we do expect a lot of this year. Warrior series, didn't he have like two games with like plus ten rebound? Like, I'm sure he did. I know for sure. In, I know for sure in the Timberwolves yeah. he did. Uh, I know I probably did in both. To be honest, I mean, he, he just he just was good. such. He was so good. Uh, but yeah, I think you're right. Do expect a lot from Brandon Clark, and it's gonna be good. I hope I hope we get to see him start mm-hmm. on these preseason games and see what he can do. Uh, Cause I do expect a lot from him, and I'm 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 happy for this opportunity. But same time, you know, I'm just really I'm missing Jaren. Yeah. I really want Jaren to help. I hope Jaren comes back faster. That sucks, uh, man. He did say his foot it really does good. suck for him, though, dude. Like yeah. just the timing of these injuries. I mean, I've been saying it. I think Jaren could have been our best it player sucks, on the team, man. better than Jaw. There's a lot of times. There's a lot of times where I was literally th- thinking like Jaren's our best player and Jaw's our second option. Where it obviously didn't happen because Jaw's insane yeah. and generational talent, but uh. Yeah, I thought Jaron was just that good. Like he, I thought he was gonna hit that hit that big jump, and it just didn't happen um, because of injuries. And it, re- it it really sucks to see. Um, and now I'm trying to get to the point where I don't think it's ever gonna happen, just because it's yeah. getting late and later in his career, and he's just constantly getting injured. Yeah. But overall, he's he's gonna be a good player for a long time. Um, we just gotta hope he can stay on the court. Oh, yeah, hopefully, very important. Uh, obviously, for me, I mean, it's it's kind of easy for me with the preseason. I just want to see how the young mm-hmm. players play, because. Uh, Grizzlies, Grizzlies being on core, we have a young, we have a lot of young players that we're expecting a, a big yeah. roles from, especially being a team that didn't make any signings this offseason to uh, to make replacements for Kyle Anderson, the Anthony. I Mellon, miss Melton, man. This, this time, yeah, Melton's gonna ball yeah. in Philly, but you know, uh, for for all three of those players, even Jaron, you know, Jaron's like a guy that's going to be out for a minute. Like we we're gonna have to have a replacement mm-hmm. for him. Uh, Grizzlies are playing a lot. They're relying a lot on their young guys. Yeah. Uh, and I know you agree with me. We're we're, we're going to be watching a lot. We're going to be looking at Zaire a lot yeah, this preseason yeah, yeah. because he had a good. He took. He, t- he looked like like you said. He looked like he took a good leap mm-hmm. in summer league. And I'm really hoping that he that that leap just turns into the actual regular season. Yeah. But we're going to get to see how he looks with the actual roster. Um, in this preseason, and I I hope I'm expecting he plays a way bigger role yeah. this year. So I'm expecting a lot from Zaire, but also. It's the rookies. The rookies are going to be important this year, and mm-hmm. I'm. T- I hate to say, it, the Jake Lariva pick just bothers me. Like the more it, the more I look at the Jake Lariva pick, and we weren't we didn't like it when it first happened, but 
we've been trying to b make ourselves believe it was such a good pick or it was it was gonna it's gonna work out and i still am gonna try to make myself believe mm -hmm. it's gonna work out but the pick does bother That's bothering me. you more and now it's because we, we it's bothering me more because we traded two first of all we traded sure. two first for the pick people say and, and and it's like it's like whatever we traded two first but uh also the more i'm getting to the season i'm starting to realize like yeah maybe we maybe me thinking that we should have got Kenny Chandler in the first round was mm -hmm. wrong um because now i'm like understanding like i'm like yeah i understand why scouts you know just have to have i just have to understand like why scouts don't want to take these small guards mm -hmm. in the first round so and i, I and me get, and us getting him second rounds so i'm honestly happy about that and I, I i do like Kenny chandler um but Kenny chandler reminds me of a uh, sharif cooper Trey Cooper and Kenny mm -hmm. Chandler were both small guards, and they're were supposed to bo both go around like yep. the twenties, uh, and they both fell for second round. Sharif Cooper had a horrible summer yeah, league. Yeah. Things averaged like one point or something like that. You couldn't shoot. Uh, Kenny Chandler had a good summer league. I'm, I'm not. I'm not in any okay. way, you know, going to slander Kenny Chandler. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's. Going, I think he's. I think he's better than Sharif Cooper. But I'm. I'm. I'm now understanding why he wasn't a first round talent. Mm -hmm. The guy that I'm looking at that got drafted before. Uh, Jake Rivia. That's I mean that got drafted after Jake Rivia. That's bothering me is Malachi Branham. Um, he went to the Spurs. I think at twenty. And the more I'm looking at it, that was a guy that was supposed to go around like the fourteen, seventeen mm -hmm. area. He was there with he was there for us at eighteen. He honestly would have been perfect, and he had a good summer league. So I'm I'm like looking at those two players, and I'm like, bro, who's gonna have the better career? Uh. And it's just, it's just like I said, I didn't like Jake Olivier's summer league at all. He just didn't want to get involved. He just, he, didn't, he was just sitting in the and corner. And the player that I, like, the player I wanted the most that still fell to us was was Hardy, dude. I just geez, some yeah. stuff in that man. Hardy's rough. Or even EJ Liddell. Well, like, I'm, yeah. Look, hoping for EJ Liddell to have a speed recovery. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I really, I'm really yeah, sensitive to that already, but. Uh, hoping for speed recovery, but yeah, him and and Hardy would have been even even like really mm -hmm. good there too. But uh, yeah, Larivia's just not a guy I was really expecting, especially at that spot. Um, if we dropped him over our second first, if we still had it, I would have not mind. Steve's like we traded two first to get up to eighteen and draft a guy that I mm -hmm. think would have been there. It's a little bit of a of a of a head scratcher to me. And there's a lot there's just a lot of players there that I think are going to have better careers yeah. than Jake Larivia. So. I'm like just, I'm pretty much just bringing all this up, and I'm just saying like I'm expecting a lot of the young talent, and uh, I want, I'm I'm looking at Jake Lurvy a lot this in in this in this preseason because I'm even though he had a bad summer league, I'm more on like okay summer leagues are more of these players are kind of like some of them are. That's what I was gonna me. say. Yeah, no I was gonna offense, say that. Yeah. No, Lofton. Uh, Lofton's kind of was ball hogging in summer league and kind of yeah. getting his shots yeah. up. Uh, all these players are trying to make a mm -hmm. roster spot. Or Larivia was just kind of like in the corner, yeah. you know, doing whatever the whole game. He was yeah. getting shots up. I was like, he was just underwhelming. So I'm just hoping that Larivia is more of a guy that's like, okay, he's going to thrive with better yeah. players around him. So if he's going to be sitting in that corner in the regular season, Josh's going to find him. I know our players are going to find him. Like, he, and he's going to be able to get shots up. So I'm really hoping that it was more of like, he just didn't really get the opportunity. Like, it's really that uh, his his play style didn't really work mm -hmm. in the summer league. Didn't really have a much of a of a it was more a selfish basketball than of anything in summer league because everyone's trying to get their buckets yeah. and uh, catch people's eyes. Where Larivia just wasn't really on mm -hmm. that. Um, so I'm really, I'm really hoping that it's we get we get a lot more positive out of Larivia. I'm high for David Roddy. I love David Roddy in mm -hmm. summer league. I think he's, I think he's, I think he's good. 
Like, he reminds me of Kyle Aronson in a way, where he's going to be able to do a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, he's a prototype kind of player that we've just never seen uh, for the fact that he's able to to be this big body guard that's like almost like a almost yeah. like a center, uh, crazy. And I, I'm excited for him, and I'm also excited for Kenny Chandler presence, yeah. and just to see what they do. But yeah, I mean, though that's mainly the thing I'm looking for this preseason. Uh, like you said, Brandon Clark is yeah. very cool. Um, and Zion Williams, and obviously we just gotta watch the guy, the main guys yeah. themselves. Obviously, in John Moran, and then. Uh, Bane, which I I hope Bane takes another jump. All star jump. That's what I'm hoping. If he for. takes another jump, dude, but, that yeah, he we're winning the finals. I don't care. He takes another jump. Man. I mean, yesterday I was yesterday I was just watching uh John Morant's highlight tape of mm-hmm. this season. I'm like, this is one of the nastiest highlight tapes in the season. I'm just like, it's crazy how many highlights this man has. But on the same time, like Josh yeah. is such a good leader, and. Yeah, this is gonna be a cool. This is gonna be this is gonna be a fun season. Uh, I'm hoping we, that's why we're we're relying on young players to take more jumps. Which that's just been I think that's just been Zach Kleinman's plan yeah. to not make one to not make a move. That's a pretty p- pivotal move to go trade for a player that's like a p- fairly big name and trade someone away that's kind of like pivotal to our team. We're just letting the young guys grow us grow together and become just just this dominant. Uh, I mean, right now we're young, but just become like this. Like we're we're everyone. I feel like like I said, the young players on our team are right mm-hmm. now are veterans. We're building this team, and we're we're building a bunch of veterans in this team, and it's just all together coming to be like a. There's a very very shout out to game. shout out to and, Dylan Brooks. We haven't mentioned him yet. Shout out to Dylan Brooks. To Brooks. Yeah. Uh, don't know if you I don't know if you saw the video. One of the funniest videos I've ever seen it was in the off season. A guy was in the airport and saw Dylan Brooks and went up to Dylan Brooks and said, "Sharing is caring." <laughs> Uh, I was crying. One of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. Uh, Dylan Brooks laughed it out. Uh, I think, uh, look, we can talk about Dylan Brooks. Oh, man. Um, That's funny. I feel like a lot of people think I hate Dylan Brooks um, because I do, I do get mad at him a lot. Not the case. I do love Dylan Brooks because he was one of my favorite mm. players in the Ducks, you know, in the Final Four run. And then, and then I get the, I've watched him on my Grizzlies since he's been, since he's been in the, since his NBA career started. So I've always mm. been a fan of Dylan Brooks. It's just, I, I I don't Grizzly fans cannot lie. He's fr- he's very yeah. frustrating sometimes, and it's tries <laughs> to take over too much. He can get some. Uh, I'm really hoping that he that he kind of likes down uh down plays uh, plays down to his role this season instead of uh trying to win the game, yeah. trying to be the number one option. Oh, Jaron's out. Trying yeah. to be the second option. Boom, boom. Like no, I can't have that happen. Uh, I want more to shot. I want shots mm. to go to bed. Oh yeah. Uh, same with Jaw. Like. I want Jaw overtaking shots. I want Jaw to be able to find mm. his teammates and be, because I feel like Jaw's just really good when yeah. he's not selfish, and he's never really been this. Like, like he obviously knows when he when he when he when he yeah. has to take yeah. over the game, and when he doesn't. Like, Jaw, mm. that's just how Jaw is. He's a, he's such a smart player. I mean, Draymond said that he's one of, that he's probably the smart one of the smartest players mm. in the NBA already. Like, for his young age. Uh, but yeah, Dylan Brooks. I'm hoping for a really good season from Dylan Brooks. A fishing season, which is hard to say sometimes, yeah. but like. Just just play smart, Dylan. Don't take dumb shots. Take the smart shots that you get and do do something that you're never bad at, which is be a dog on defense. Yeah. Be a menace. His nickname's Dylan the Villain for a reason, cause he cause he's a villain. No there's so many players <laughs> in the NBA that hate him. Uh at the end of the day, I'm hoping yeah, we're hoping for a good season from Dylan Brooks. Uh 
You know, Dylan Brooks does get his buckets though. He might average twenty this year. We know he probably he probably, he probably average twenty. I mean, this, if he did, shoot that would help us even more. So yeah, I'm really hoping Dylan Brooks because you remember him in the playoffs in that Jazz series. Yep. Him and Jaw were the duo that was taking over. Uh, maybe he brings that. I can't believe it's already been that long. I mean, already. It, it would that series. It's been crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, wishing the best for Dylan Brooks for the whole team. Even Adams, big Kiwi. Yeah, yeah. Can't forget him either. Oui. We love you, Kiwi over here. I was. There, I, 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 we can hear the name all the players, but uh, yeah, we're, we're overall though. Oh, oh shit! Tyus, yeah, we need to talk about Tyus. Overall though, this is this this is this is a season that we're very very excited for. Uh, just because last season was so great, and we want to see how we're gonna repeat it, uh, or try to repeat it, or do better. I don't know. This is the sequel to that season, so it's it's very it's very important since last season was arguably the best uh yeah. season in Grizzlies history. It's arguable. I mean, we have the yeah. Grizzlies have had some insane seasons, but just, last year was a roller coaster yeah. of like crazy, crazy games and just fun, fun highlights and all that. Like, but we're we're gonna see how we uh, respond. Like we said, the spotlight's on us a lot more this season. Last year, we just didn't have the spotlight on us. We had to kind of create ourselves and make them honestly the coming in this season. This is the biggest season, like, that we have, like, the attention now. Like, this is the biggest season that, like, the spotlight is on us. Like, that people are actually watching us because of the televised games and everything like that. Like, this is, this is like, honestly, like, the biggest season for the Grizzlies if, you know, they want to move up in, like, you know, marketing, stuff like that. Just, you know, being a bigger team, I guess. Play on TV more. Yeah, like, that's what I'm, like... Last season, the spotlight and the expectation, and the spotlight and the pressure there wasn't really it wasn't yeah. really there for the Grizzlies. They created it itself. And coming to this season, people are people are watching the Grizzlies. People are are looking at the Grizzlies, and they're seeing them as a, a third mm-hmm. in the West. So that's just awesome to me to finally have a team that's looked at like that. That's a that's like okay, I actually want to go watch the Grizzlies. They're a good team. <laughs> Don't see that, and we're on TV. Uh, like we said, we 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 have a whole episode uh, breaking down our schedule. That was our last episode, so episode's not really outdated. You can watch the episode if you want to know more about the regular season uh, schedule. We we broke down all the big pieces of that schedule, and overall, I mean, that's pretty much all we got to talk about. Uh, anything else? Think we had anything else? With this? Do we have anything uh, else? I don't think so. Nope. I think that's it. I think that's it's it. over. So for you guys, don't know what our next episode's going to be. I have no clue. We might talk about after the pre- we might have a quick episode after the uh, preseason, maybe a quick one. Uh, but yeah, we just wanted to give you this episode before preseason, talk about little things, uh, coming like what we expect, but nothing too big. Uh, so I'm pr- appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, Brad, you have any it's been fun. It's hey, thanks for watching, man. Can't wait for the season to start, no, man. Like. Like Steve said, like our football team's not doing too well. Like all our football teams, not not doing too well. Uh, so I mean, we're not fun. Especially, no, I know you Memphis fans. You're Grizzly. A lot of Grizzly fans are, are Memphis fans. So you know, probably for the Titans. Yeah, go back. Not not no. not too well, but I mean, either way, I mean, just excited for basketball to finally be back. It's been a while. I mean, let's say, man, I'm I'm just happy it's back. But that's all I got to say. Thank you guys for watching, man. Yep. Uh, like everything, like everything, say. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to give you a quick episode before the preseason, before the actual season starts. Uh, we're going, we're going to see you guys next. Sure. John Moran for MVP.
See ya.